Hi, this is Tim Farris, and you're listening to In Excess, Access All Areas. And I'm very excited to be on this little podcast with Hayden and B. Welcome to Inexos Access All Areas. My name is B, and I will be co-hosting this series of podcasts with my Inexos nerd Hayden Murdoch. We will be delving deep with you all to explore everything there is to know about this iconic band of brothers in excess, sharing music, tours, videos, albums, and oh, so much more. Well, hello, welcome to Inexos Access All Areas, episode fifty-seven, part two today. Uh, in our series of a special guest. But look, this is the podcast where we dive deep into all things great about this band, mixed with a fantastic community who are very appreciative and uh, talk all things in excess. B, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. A little bit tired running around after everybody, but I'm good. And before you ask, yes, my in excess week has just got bigger. And bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, well, you, you've just cut out a very important part of my task each week, which is actually asking how your NXS week has been, but uh, we will deem it to be told and said. Um, do, do you uh, think rich- yours might be bigger? <laughs> Look, you, you're really uh, in theme with this episode today, working a bit blue, as our listeners may find out later on. But uh, no, no, they're never as big as yours. But um, uh, mm. what I will say is uh, thank you to all of the uh, people out there who responded so kindly about the Tim episode. And mm. I wanted to go even extra further, B. I was having a little bit of a, a, a moment of a affection for our audience last week where I was just thinking um, we really do have a, a great bunch of people out there. We're very praising. Um, uh, we very rarely get criticism, <laughs> you know, which uh, I guess is hopefully uh, a good thing. You know, we all love feedback, you know, how we can improve the show, but... Um, just a big thank you to everyone who continually listens in, continually shares our podcast amongst their friends and it just supports us because it makes a world of uh, a difference to us. Yeah, and those that actually give us some little bits of advice as well on different avenues to take as well. Thank you very much. I noticed there was um, a few people actually um, sharing our things today as well. So they're sharing the Timmy episode and loving it. Yep. So thank you for doing that. That's really kind. All right, back to me. <laughs> well, I can sort of, uh, well, I, I can't hold off because you may go off on your B tangent, which you can do, but um, <laughs> after sort of after 56 weeks, I think we need to somehow get a co-host for the news section today, B, because apparently you've got a lot of news to talk about, uh, which yeah. uh, some of them may combine into the news. So uh, we might have actually have to uh, divvy up that part of our topic today or our episode today where uh, you share a, a little bit of news that uh, materially affects people's understanding of the band and people behind it and uh, people um, who have been involved and things. So is there, a, is there a nugget or two you can share now and then we'll save the rest for the news? Well, we hit a quite a significant number of downloads in the week. And yep. saying that, we've escalated into going even more by hitting another milestone. So we hit 30,000 and I thought I'd go all sparkly on everybody and do a live stream and announce it. And I also announced that we might be doing a game show and everybody loves the idea. <laughs> 
Well, uh, we had a show. We had a show in Australia that was around about the same time as that famous Simon, Simon Townsend's Wonderworld called Seal of the Century. Oh, did you yeah. have that in the UK? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, mm. yeah. and our, our 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 game show host was a guy called Tony Barber that uh, very very famously used to run out uh, onto the stage there and do a bit of a a three sixty pirouette and turn around and get to the yeah. stage. Uh, I think we had but- Leslie Crowther. Right, mm. but uh, a pre-Crocodile Dundee, uh, uh, Paul Hogan, he did a great sketch of our co-host <laughs> really? running out onto stage doing a <laughs> doing a pirouette and thing, which we might have to post that <laughs> on our site because Paul Hogan had a whole career before Crocodile Dundee. But uh, mm. yes, yeah, other century in excess, that would be very interesting, wouldn't it? Well, I was thinking it was more of a mastermind with a bit of a twist. But I've always oh. wanted to be like, you know, Anthea Turner and doing a little uh, turnaround. I remember the big who <laughs> Who am I question in Sale of the Century mm. and they had to go through and, you know. Well, you know, my brother's in lockdown, well, in quarantine at the moment, and climbing the walls, bless him. He's, he's if anybody clean. wants to talk to my brother, he's in pre- Oh, poor Mark. <laughs> so, Mark, this, this episode's for you, my darling. It's like he's climbing the walls. He's done four days so far. and well, this, uh, this, yeah. this might have to be sibling uh, uh, recognition <laughs> because... Uh, it's my lovely sister's birthday today, so I was going to actually make this episode for her. So, oh, well, uh, there you go. And what's her name? Her name is Jane. Jane and Mark. Yeah, <laughs> very so English maybe names. <laughs> it is. It's a, maybe it's a, maybe it's a sibling extraordinaire today. So uh, happy birthday! Is she sister. married? Uh, no, but she's oh uh, really going, going steady. Oh, okay. But yeah. I want to I want to try and find a wife for my brother to keep him here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? But, yeah. <laughs> is that well, is this not know. the platform for that? Okay. Maybe we'll get them on the game show, Sale of the Century. Who am I? And they can do a big sell job. Okay. Anyway, so that that there was that. What else was I going to tell you? And yeah, we had lots of response responses, and Paul Jolie's all over it. He can't wait. He's got some great ideas. Yeah, okay. Well, perhaps the rest is for the news, like you said. Well, look again, just uh, thanks for as I said before for those responding to the Timmy episode, uh, part one. Uh, I guess, you know, for you, but we really haven't had a chance to talk much since uh, uh, Tim came on for part one. But uh, what did you get out of uh, chatting to him sort of uh, in last week's first um, episode with him? I love the story about John. I never knew about that, about him breaking mm. his leg. And um, I, <laughs> I was a bit blonde thinking they hadn't caught a uh, I thought they caught a plane but obviously you said they caught a ship because what year was that it would have been what 1960 something wouldn't it so yes it would have been what else did I get out of just just a lot lot actually Um, I do think we should have let him talk a little bit more because I think there's some stories but we had such a limit on time we just bashed those questions out to him so he has promised he's coming back well there's a lot more to do today with uh stuff that uh, our listeners will be keen to find out about but one thing that the listeners probably didn't have access to last week when we had a chance to chat to Tim in his little man cave was he had a little sort of perspective sort of colored print out there of uh the billboard charts for needed tonight yeah uh with the sort of uh number one thing there which was a uh, 
I guess a little trophy memento there that um, uh, I sort of was able to peer in as we were as little voyeurs looking into that room. But uh, uh, it seemed that there's obviously a lot of sense of pride with that particular achievement. For, and I've for got that. that little clip now for everybody. Wow. Ooh. So there's a couple of hot. Is there a couple of highlights there? That you, some markings there. Yeah, at the top, number one. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> now looking down the page, is that like four or five singles in the top forty or something? Um, no, no, that's just the one with the red dot on. Right. Okay. Need tonight. Yeah, I think it was around nice. January '88. Does that sound about right to you? Yes, it is yeah. exactly right. There we go. Nerd. Like you didn't know. Sorry. <laughs> You're very good at knowing all your facts on that one, weren't you? Hey. Well, well, look. But you uh, impressed yeah. Timmy. Well, um, look, the, you know, the, the one's not called a nerd in excess nerd for nothing by you, B, so I have to live up to that moniker. But, um, yeah, so, but, yeah, as I said, thanks for all the patrons and, and all the other listeners and people who sort of checked us out. And, um, again, we, you know, we do hope for those who are new to the podcast series, maybe for the very first time, uh, and maybe the second time this week with part two with Tim, that you go back and, and listen to some of the other episodes because, um, you know, as I said, we are... 100% committed to getting this band into the Hall of Fame, but um, but just having something out there through this podcast series that leaves a little bit of a legacy of their talent and their achievement um, and something unique and, uh, and different. So uh, thank you. And uh, now time to welcome the patrons. Okay. I'd like to say hello to everybody outside on the highway. Let's all say hello to everybody outside. It's about 10,000 people at least. Hello. Hello, Nick Egan, Marco Pitts, Sue D, Joe Robbins, Paul Boozy, Pedro, Lisa Urban, Foxy, Felicia, Sarah Markram, Laurie, Carmen, Matt Dean, Mandy, Linda, Danielle, Dr. Jim, Amanda, Leon, David, Sarah Camia, Anne Marie, Lisa Calloway, Lisa McIntosh, Katie, Carrie Ann, Vern, Caroline, Paul Jolie, Sandrine, Tracy, Tony, Warren, Sue B, Sue P, Manda, Ella, Ryder, Erica, Abigail, Martin, Val, and Stefan. Right. And just a, a reminder for those who aren't aware, uh, we are in the month of July now, B. So uh, only I think it works out to about 10, 11 days till the 30th anniversary of Wembley. So we have said to the listeners, we are getting uh, the band back together, so to speak, and not the band, but uh, 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 Mark Opitz, who produced uh, the album and the video uh, in lots of respects there. And we're getting uh, Nick Egan, who was there for a lot of the visuals. And we're getting Cameron Adams from the Herald Sun, who, uh, like us, uh, honorary patron, I guess, to uh, the podcast and uh, massive promoter of what uh, we've been doing. So uh, that's something we're going to be putting out uh, in the next week uh, and really, really excited about that episode, B. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. It's going to be good. I don't know if I'm going to be able to talk with all you lot in, uh, involved, but we'll see how that goes. Look, uh, one of these ones, we just want to press record and let everybody who were there mm. or you know, listen in and, and, and also give Mark be a fascinating. To... There'll be lots of things yeah. to, to learn. So yeah. Mark and Nick and then Cameron asking questions. I mean, we'll just sit back and probably we might yeah. have to have an RDO. Enjoy. We'll just listen. We'll just be... We'll just be fanboys and girls just sitting Yay. back. Great. And edit. Good, good luck, <laughs> me. Try not to ask a question. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's it time for? It's time for the news. 
Hi, it's Dave from England, and you're listening to In Excess Access All Areas with Hayden and B. And now it's time for the news. All right. Well, as alluded earlier, B, we have so much news this week. I need to um, outsource and find myself a co-host, etc. There now. There's this lovely lady for 56 weeks I've known who's been co-chairing the podcast that I would like to invite on as my official co-news anchor today. About so, time. Uh, <laughs> about bloody time. She's so, fresh from the CBS studios, and uh, it's Ooh. like uh, we, we could be Brian Gumble and Jane Pauley. You probably don't even know who they are, but our American listeners will. Does this mean we'll get uh, anchor men and? women soon <laughs> well who knows well you know god with all these gender non-binaries we might have to sort of call ourselves just news readers okay <laughs> but um uh, that aside i have some exciting news to kick pardon the pun things mm-hmm. off with and that is the uh very best of b has had a little bit of a resurgence in the last week it's actually gone from uh number 43 to yeah. 34 oh respectable well, look, very respectable and uh, and going in the right direction. So uh, maybe with Tim uh, in the last uh, week getting on the podcast and us talking about it, it's, it's going to help. And uh, imagine if we imagine if we were able to see this album hit number one again. Wouldn't that be a an oh? Absolute it would be really good, especially over the Wembley yeah. um, era. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, uh, as we sort of said earlier, it's my sister's birthday at the time of recording, and it's also, uh, uh, I guess, the the uh, era of the year uh, or period of the year where it's like in excess birthday period. We know the uh, uh, the Mrs. Farris and Mr. Farris's and the Mr. and Mrs. Pengelly's and the Mr. and Mrs. Um, uh, beers and things like that had a very, very, I don't know, productive October, November period uh, on the domestic side. <laughs> but it is it is Kurt Pengelly's birthday this week. Yay. So big... Uh, Big hello to uh, our honorary patron of Media Wars, uh, Kirk. <laughs> okay. Um, and the only band member born here in Melbourne, Victoria, in the suburb of Kew. Uh, oh, was he uh, really? Okay. He was, and he, uh, look, he, he's probably not a proud Victorian. Uh, he's probably more of a New South Wales person these days, but we will claim him. Uh, he was born down here. So uh, uh, I guess in honour of Kirk, can we just cue you to a saxophone? Oh, without a doubt. Uh, happy birthday to, to the Kirkster. Um, also, too, probably the biggest uh, significant news in this last week, B, as you and I both become more aware of, and I think you uh, uh, were able to sort of elaborate on things, but uh, there is a new movie coming out uh, that is very much linked to In Excess. 
we've you know been getting more information in the last sort of you know few days since recording, but it's also gone sort of viral now in a lot of the media outlets. But mm-hmm. it is a 26 minute sort of short movie, uh, and it's made by I think a lady called Amy Tinkman. Tinkman, uh, yeah. And- and yeah, and I think it, uh, there's an album that's going to be released as well, which I think has 12, 13 songs uh, sort of attached to it. Uh, but uh, do you know the name of the movie, B? Do you know what it's called? Original Sin. Yeah, uh, which is pretty cool, isn't it, in itself? Yeah. Um, and yeah, so this particular movie that's uh, coming out uh, has a way of sort of interweaving, I guess, the songs of In Excess. Uh, into uh, sort of a theme and a narrative and mm. got me sort of thinking, wondering whether this is a forerunner for the musical B. Oh, yes, it could be. It could yeah. be. Yeah. Oh, you, so, you think this um, might have sparked Chris Murphy's um, musical? But, um, yeah, I, I can I don't, see that. I don't know. I think, I, don't, I think maybe the musical may have, well, who knows, maybe the musical is a link it sparked this movie in some respects, but um, it's obviously made by uh, a Hollywood director. Um, I know uh, Tim and Kirk have come out this week and given some comments in some of the uh, publications. So if you, if you do Google, you will hear some of those details, but there's been a sampler of songs sort of being mentioned, but I do actually have the running sheet here be in front of me of the entire album. So and I don't I forget sh- to tell listeners that it's covers by other artists. It's not actually an excess singing. Now, B, you're giving me tips in the news section here about the albums and the indexes of geeky nerdum stuff. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I'm just making sure you're on par. <laughs> I'm glad you did because I was nearly going to forget, actually. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yes, look, um, I think it's, uh, it's uh, well, I guess it's the Seven Sins film soundtrack. So you said original sin, but I think it's called The Seven Sins. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yes. But, so, but, but the uh, album or- is called Original Sin. Well, new, original sin, The Seven Sins. But look, let me just go through some of the music. So The Seven Sins includes the following tracks. Uh, B, settle down, have a, have a, have a Bex. But the first song is Drum Opera. <laughs> <laughs> Performed by John Farrah. So that is not a cover. That is actually That's John. True. No one else That's can not, do that. No. Um, they then go into Let It Ride by In Excess. Nothing changed there. They go into Kill the Pain 2. Performed by Ida Reddick. Now I don't know much about Ida's work, but Ida is the name of my late great grandmother. Okay, um, and Killer Pain's a very sort of forgotten song in their arsenal. Um, they then go into Never Tear Us Apart, performed by the Global Network and Sophia Marta. Uh, they then go into Mediate, the tricky version of I think the In Excess, that original Sin album. Awesome. Uh, not to be confused. Love that. They then go into Suicide Blonde by George Ellis. Don't know a lot about George's work, but we'll see. Yeah. They then go into the the mystify version, uh, I guess, which was the uh, well, I guess the version that was on the in excess uh, original sin original sort of album there. Uh, so that uh, will I guess be for, for interesting sort of reading there, which uh, well listening there. So we've sort of heard that a little bit before. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the one sort of uh, I guess done by the French singer uh, yeah. Lone mm. uh, and that. in excess, yeah. Uh, it goes into What You Need by Wyatt uh, Stromer and Eric Stromer. So it might be a brother combination. Uh, then goes on a bit of a favourite of yours, Spill the Wine by Michael Hutchins, which we've, uh, mm-hmm. we all know about. It goes into Taste It by Ida Reddick again. Mm. Don't Change by Vimala. Mm. Uh, Need You Tonight performed by Trevor Jackson, uh, Jackson and Wyatt Stromer. Then it goes into uh, a final song, uh, New Sensation by uh, Alter Boy. So I'm not sure who that yes. or who they are, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So 
Um, I guess for, you know, collectors like Pedro out there, he's actually having a conniption at the moment because that's there's another album that can add into the Pedro yeah. collection, uh, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, it's 13 songs, etc. there, uh, you know, and it's, I think it says down here, the first ever in excess specific project between Petrol uh, and Universal uh, will be also available on July 16th, uh, which is not far away. Uh, and obviously it's an reinterpretation of some uh, and then it's obviously a couple of the originals there Uh, but yeah look I guess it's sort of uh, being remixed uh, by Academy Award winning sound engineer Chris Jenkins and uh, uh, well mixed in 5.1 reimagined audio uh, which is pretty exciting and uh, again accompanying the sort of a film that's going to be out and um, as I said there's a massive I guess of media releases come out this week so um, again, how do you keep your band relevant? Well, attach music and reinterpretations and attach it to sort of modern sort of media releases. And uh, mm-hmm. we've had the, uh, what was it, Bubble Boy or Baby Boy? What was his name again? What was that guy? Baker Boy. Baker Boy. <laughs> so we've had them sort of attach themselves to that. We've had the Virgin ad with what you need. Now we've got a movie and maybe a musical. So um, all of these sort of uh, triggers can help sort of keep in excess of music sort of uh, known and uh, and in the sort of consciousness of people. So now massive, can, massive uh, updates there. Yeah, and, you, um, can, you can yeah. pre-order these as well. So we'll get a link onto the Facebook page. I might even try and put it onto the website. I know Laurie's onto this and she's already pre-ordered as well. So great yeah. if you can all do that, guys. And look, we, we uh, you and I are probably are privy to one or two little phone calls in the next week. We'll probably find a bit more information out mm-hmm. uh, and probably share that next week. But um, yeah. my last little bit of news before I hand over to my lovely co-host, Anka, uh, is um, I guess we are in a bit of a lockdown in Australia at the moment with most states in lockdown for some short period of time. But <laughs> home-based Melbourne that's been locked down the longest is the one state or city, I guess, mm-hmm. region where we're not locked down. Um but I thought I would just say for the Don't Change boys who were going to be playing Cool and Gatter in the, uh, up on the Gold Coast there, I think they've moved one of their upcoming gigs to October 16th. So I'd say for anyone that has heard any of the gigs or, or places in Australia recently where um, any of the tribute acts are playing, uh, check your local guides, You know, check your, your updated sort of communications with those fan sites and band sites because there's probably been a, quite a lot of reschedules. I think even... Even our friend Andrew, who uh, I must say, one little extra bit of news was on the front cover of a famous country magazine the other day. Oh, and, you you said, and you made Marlene laugh, didn't you? Well, well, look, uh, look, we will post it. Uh, Andrew was doing a sort of a, I did say to Marlena when she posted, I said, oh, uh, Aunt Marlene Andrew's lovely wife. I said, look, it's um, he's doing his best blue steel. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think that we go back to Andrew, but apparently didn't he laugh. So look, thank you for uh, having a sense of humor. But uh, yeah, Andrew is parading on the front cover of that, but I mean, even he's had to sort of rework a couple of gigs and things recently too. So, um, but B, you've got some very uh, handy updates and things. So I'm going to handle to you for the last part of the news. All right, and guys, I've got quite a bit to say, actually, because there was quite a lot landing on my uh, desk yesterday. So first of all, um, (laughs) it was quite funny. I think I told you this in the week, Hayden. I caught my husband humming to In Excess, and he, like, he, whatever I do, he does complete opposite, right? So it was just like, what is he listening to? Anyway, he sent me the link, and it was this DJ in London with a deck, 
attached to his neck and he's running around the streets of London and um, yeah and it's he's done an intro I sent it to Tim Tim loved it he absolutely adored yeah. it and it's a, an intro into his um, performance but he was running around the streets of London something to do with a protest of entertainment on the streets or something because yeah. and okay. that's why he couldn't stop he had to keep <laughs> running <laughs> or walking or running into like different um, like um, precincts and stuff. But he was having a bla- absolute blast, this guy. And he was like dancing with everybody, but it was really good. I sent it to a few people and they liked it. So if you have time, I've put that onto the Facebook page. Then oh. two things happened via Instagram. Somebody <laughs> got in touch with me and said, hey, B, check this out. I saw it and I thought, Twitch, I have no idea. I know <laughs> Twitch is something to do with gamers, isn't it? It is a bit, yeah, but it, it's sort of a platform. I uh, I play fantasy footy and some people have used Twitch for that. So I think it's some sort of platform of, you know, uh, viral engagement uh, between people with entertainment well, things. very, but- very exciting. Yeah. I tell you, I was like, wow, this is a really new, exciting experience. And um, it was loads of flashes and there was loads of everyone was chatting and he was a DJ too, and he was playing lots of covers of In Excess and, yeah. um, and, and, and some of their old videos. And he actually then said, right, guys, being you're here, I'm going to um, send you all a download. And he sent, sent it all a download of him actually performing an In Excess tune. So I've got that. So I've sent that yeah. all to the patrons. So if you become a patron, I'll send that on to you too. So let me find out what his name was. I think his name was called My Live tube which is really weird but it's become <laughs> my friend i've made us now an, a twitch profile i have no idea what you have. do <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea what i'm going to do but i think I'm, I'm it's so exciting i quite like twitch we're going to probably appeal to our uh, let's just say our millennials uh, who are mm. right up to date with all these new platforms so if you have any twitch twitcherisms uh, and any twitch skills uh, get in contact with B because uh, I'm looking at B at the moment, and she's a B in a candy store at the moment with all these new <laughs> platforms to play with. Well, and, my uh, twelve-year-old's been saying, "Mom, get a Twitch account. Get a Twitch account." No, no, <laughs> I'm going to get this stream yard, and it's like, "No, Mom, yeah. you need to get Twitch." And then the right. other thing that came through Instagram was um, the lovely guys, um, a guy called Justin from the In Excess tribute show that are actually coming to Coffs Harbour. I and, saw that. Yeah. Yeah, and we had a lot of interaction. Very nice man. And and um, so we're going to meet up and uh, we'll do something as well. But that's well, yeah. if they get to play with all this, I mean, COVID. Well, we hope in Coffs Harbour it is a, uh, a COVID-free lockdown area, is it? Mm, uh, yeah, yeah, we're okay, but it's more yeah. that, you know, we're New South Wales and we're still True. having to wear masks yeah. and stuff, which is, I mean, yeah. my poor dad only gets one visitor per day, which is shame, yeah. which is shame. Yeah. yeah. But it's, well, I've got I've got yeah. a few people coming to see me. I can't say who else at the moment. It's quite exciting. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, coming into coughs. Uh, yeah, someone's talk, coming talking... past and they might stop off for a coffee. Oh, right. Okay. Well, look, get the get the hidden camera out and uh, tape <laughs> it and put it on the show. So uh, I feel like it's got a Ferris surname in it, but I'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> you never know. You never, never know. know. This is Ella from Middleburg, the Netherlands. 
You're listening to In Excess, Access All Areas with Hayden and B. And now it's time for the topic of the week. You know, along the way that you look back fondly, anyone you keep in contact with these days? Or... Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Chris Thomas, who's still one of my closest mates. Yeah. He's definitely a hero. Um, yeah. And, and a, an awesome guy and a great friend. The, yeah, look, Brian May was always a bit of a guitar ledge for me, you know. I always thought he was an amazing He said some really player. nice things about you and the band on Triple M here in Melbourne about five years ago. He was, oh, that's I think, nice. Yeah, he was only talking a little bit about the We Will Rock You thing, I think he was promoting that. And then um, with Eddie Maguire, he talked talk about Australian bands and things. And actually goes, well, look, one of the bands I have great memories of is In Excess and great lads. They really support us well on the tour. Michael and Freddie got on and I think yeah, maybe articulate that anecdote that you'd shared a number of times, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and you know, the thing was we'd be in our dressing room getting ready to play, getting ready to go out and perform and play. And Brian had come wandering in with his guitar, you know, just warming up and playing away and you'd just be like a bit of a space cat, but you know, you'd be like talking to him and he'd be like semi-concentrating on what you were saying and semi-concentrating on his guitar. But he always said he was such a sweet guy. He was still, I mean, he is such a sweet guy. Yeah. yeah. And you know, yeah. they'd take us out for dinner a lot and it was, they were just good guys, you know, it yeah. was really, really fun. Unlike the uh, the Adam the Ant Boys who uh-huh. threatened. Uh... Well, just Adam. <laughs> the, the band were okay. It was just Adam. Just Adam. It was a very funny scene in the miniseries, the way you recreated it's that. good it that was... you recreated it, though. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you said early on in the, in the, in the piece in, this, in the, this discussion today, I won't call it an interview, but um, we're about Adam Ant, I think, and, and the, the funny thing about him was that he, he was really – he was really thinking about the girls, you know, and territorial about his girls. And, yeah, something like that, you know. And Mine. He, didn't, he didn't want us to come to his after show parties and um, and all that sort of thing. And the only time we did, we left with most of them anyway. <laughs> and that was that. He wanted us off the tour. So you, you mentioned about how we were really good to people. It was because of 
a few English bands mainly that would open for, you know, they're pretty much pricks to be honest. And and that kind of made us think, well, you know, we don't want to ever be like that. Be like right? that, yeah. So we just made sure we were the complete opposite to anyone that opened for us. Yeah. We'd always send around a couple of bottles of Dom Perignon or Cristal or something. And I remember Ziggy Marling opening for us uh, and we sent a couple of bottles to, of, you know, Cristal or something to Ziggy Marley and the, the, I can't remember what the band was called. Anyway, their dressing room. And Rita Marley comes to our dressing room going, you, I won't try and do the, 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 <laughs> the interaction. Yeah. But she was like, you know, don't you, don't you be bad influences on my, my, my children. And, and here's your, oh. here's your, shant, your alcohol oh. and, and all of this. And, I was coming to thank you. No, no drugs and this sort of thing, you know. And, and then and some of the whalers were on that tour, you know, and they yeah. had their own, their own Rasta chef and, and all this kind of thing. It was really cool. There were times, you know, when we, we, walk past their dressing room and the door would open and the amount of smoke that came <laughs> pouring out of their dressing room was just incredible. You just, it's, it's and we like a Cheech and, 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 and Chong movie. Yeah, it was like that. It really was. And you know, she's I still bought Marley Light in Sydney. And she's giving you a hard time about giving you a couple of bottles of wine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the irony. And I was like, "That were for you, Rita." <laughs> yeah, it's it's um yeah, it's like it's like getting tourist advice from bloody Ivan the yeah. isn't it? You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, yeah. shit, you know, the, the the whalers and the Marleys, so yeah. they akin to the, uh, na- the the natural substances. Yeah, oh, I saw Bob Marley and the Whalers in, in Sydney. Oh wow! Yeah. And there was a guy smoking a bong on stage, playing a lot of the guitar, and he was sitting down. Was he good? Side stage. With his roadie had a bong at his mouth, you know, and a lighter. He'd be wailing away on the guitar. Excuse the pun. <laughs> you talked about um, Chris Thomas being your hero. You did a podcast recently with him, didn't you? Yeah, he hasn't left since. Oh, is he still here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and yeah, that was fun. Is Chris based in Sydney at the moment? Is he and things? Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's a long story, but he's yeah. been in a hotel yeah. In, yeah. in Sydney since. Yeah. Really? He loves it here. Should we get him on the podcast? I could ask him if you want. If he's we'd bored. Love to, we'd, we'd love to have him on. We'd love to have yeah, him on. I mean, oh, my God, we'd well, love you, to have him on. You could do a week of shows with him. We would Very we, look. We would we would welcome access to your little black book, but we understand discretion is um, something that has to come each way. And look, people who have come on have enjoyed it and referred us to others, and we're sort of building a little bit of a platform. And look, I got a couple of more things to sort of throw at you, and then and maybe I a couple have. Of, and okay. you do one of, one of our mantras, uh, Tim, and you probably will live and die, irrespective of the outcome of this. But we think if you had a uh, an American passport or a UK passport, you would have been in the Rock Hall of Fame, the do Rock you? Hall of Pardon. <laughs> Well, us three Ferris brothers. Well, were. probably yeah, through that. But yeah. but on a media sense and international sense, if if NXS were a a British band or an American band, they would have been in the Rock Hall of Fame fifteen years ago. You've been eligible since uh, uh, it's twenty five years since your first album release. So two thousand and five, you've been eligible for sixteen years, and I find uh, it incongruous that you haven't been nominated and. I, I was surprised whether you know Chris had pushed that barrack because it is a very political organisation. But Chris is Chris was a, a dog with a bone. Has it been something that through behind the scenes has been actively pursued or a process, or it's just let it go as it is? Talked about. Yeah, I, I didn't think you guys would. That's why we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good because that's what we need. But well, you know, we are, 
I just so you're aware, there. just so you're aware, we'd like to give acknowledgement and let you know there's a guy called Jim or Dr. Jim who's put together an induct in excess you uh, into the Rock Hall of Fame. And oh, he's he's got over oh, he's well on it. He's got a team. He's got a team. He's got Lisa and Dina behind him. We've got people work we've got people working on it. Wow. But but the type of thing it is, is that your mate Noel Rogers has got a foot in the door there. Now, look, it's the type of thing where it's not up to the band. The band's done their work. The band's had the career or, you know, doing what they're doing now. But the reality is it's, it is a bit political. You need nominations and a few things here. It's like the presidential election, right? right. But we are working on it. And we one of our mantras is to sort of get a momentum for this because the thing within excess that stands out is the depth of catalogue that we could say the non-singles and the singles. I mean, a lot of bands have four great songs on an album and six fillers and one or two in between us, you know. There's very little dead water tracks on an NXS album. And I think that's just a credit to you and the band for not, you know, and maybe even Chris Thomas, for pushing you guys to sort of get the extra song with what you need and just yeah. you know, don't, don't, don't put out nine songs of which three are good and six are just, you know, meat and potatoes. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, you, yeah, I mean, one of sure. the guys posted the other day, like, look at a song like Red, Red Sun, Three Sisters, uh, <laughs> Good and Bad Times. I mean, some of these songs I've listened like Thieves are, are killer songs, weren't singles. You could, say, you could say Kick had 11 singles almost on it, you know? Yeah. 11 well, or 12 singles. The Stairs, I always thought, should have been a single. Well, B, that's music yeah. to my ears. I'm, I'm a bit of a Stairs sycophant, but, uh, Tim, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, there yeah. you go. So, uh, Don't you dare, Hayden. Uh, what? Whatever you're going, whatever no, you're thinking, no, well, don't you dare so, say it. I mean, yes, you know, okay. why it wasn't a single, we don't know. <laughs> you know, you did a video for it. But, you know, I guess what we're just saying in, in, in good faith is that we are working on a little bit of a push and um, right. we, we, we... So we, what we want is Nile Rogers' email, please. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Well, so That'll help. Yeah. Perhaps nominate, you mean. Well, look at this way. In the last five years, the Cure have got in, you know. Um, uh, yeah, the Cure. What the hell are they doing there? Oh, no. Well, that's right. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Def Leppard got in a couple of years ago. I mean, some of the bands of the year have got in, and there is, as I said, a bit of a hierarchical thing, you know, about it all. But we, we're we actively pushing. We think that the... the so, so did you say Def Leppard? They got in about two two years ago. Yeah. Oh. The band yeah. was well, been nominated. Yeah, well, we might, should be able to get them to nominate us. What, what about what about um, Toto guys? Are they? They're not in. No. Really? No. I not find in. that amazing. No. Mm. And a band yeah. that's actually been banned from being put in because until the I think the president dies is uh, the Monkeys. They're not in. Really? No, yeah. yeah. It's basically well, they were like, really rock and roll though, were they? Well, no. Well, but there's a lot. But look, the, the Sex Pistols got in on the basis of one album oh. and. And they sent Six a fax saying they sent a fax. What they sent an a fax. Their acceptance speech was, "We're not turning up." They sent a fax and said, "This award can go and fuck off." Jesus, that was their acceptance speech. Um, wow. But anyway, we, we we are proudly pushing your barrow. Um, Thank you. We are creating a bit of a groundswell of support, and our podcast has goes into a lot of countries around the world at the moment, and we are trying to remind people of the greatness of the band because you weren't a gimmick band. You're a band that the songs are the legacy and that stand 
supreme today. They're not dated. That really should be the criteria being selected for the for the for what is the output and the, the body of work. So that's just something we're working on that, that we're uh, proud to push on your behalf because we know you won't. <laughs> uh, and I say that respectfully because it's not your job to do it, you know. Yeah. Um, but we we're just working on it. And Dr. Jim's put a lot of work into it. A lot of our listeners and patrons are are putting work behind the scenes. And you know, if Chris, uh, as I said, RIP Chris, you know, if he was with us today i know he's done fantastic things with the musical that maybe you know a little bit about and things and stuff behind the scenes but um where yeah, we're just yeah, really he, proud proud to yeah, represent I, you i think so too i think i think it's a shame yeah that's uh, he is the he was like a dog with a bone to be honest and i think had he had a sniff of that something he would have jumped on board about hmm. um this just was never a priority for him i don't think no but looking but looking back i think it may well have may it would fit into the kind of thing he'd like to 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 have us do for sure. Well, we look at it as a validation of the career. It doesn't yeah. make any difference to your lives and whatever here and there. But we think it's like the club that you don't want to necessarily care about being in. But once you're in, you're like, fine, oh, this is pretty good being in this club. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> just I just when you said some of the bands and, and names and things like that, I mean, I just know we were much bigger in the US than yeah. right. you know. Correct. So yeah. you know, and, and, I, I don't, and, yeah, and, and and the the criteria for us in some respects is that in excess of 1988, you know, your back catalogue, the the swing sales off kick, did a million in the US. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, Shabu, you know, went gold on the back of kick, you know, and some of these things. I mean, the kick album not only sold the millions it did, but it created a legacy of people going back and going through your yeah, catalogue, through yeah. your Australian career. You know, Good point. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to shut up, B, because I know I've hogged and things. But I, I uh... no, I'm looking at Tim. <laughs> Tim, are you have you got time? Because you're on looking down there. Have you got something important to go to? Or are you okay? Kind of, but I can see it. Five in his, I can go, see go it in his face. There's a bit. Five minutes. <laughs> right, I'm going to. I'm just going to just pull out some um, questions here that are just really easy to answer. Right. So David Gaunt just says, vinyl, CD, cassette, or download. What's your favorite? Ooh. Ooh. For me. Mm. I'm, I I I can I would love to be vinyl, um, but I confess to being download. Ooh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. That would have been Next. last on my expected answers for you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, the last is cassettes. Yeah. Well, I did find your um, Spotify list actually. Some, yeah, I don't know how it came to me, but you've got a Spotify list going. I've got I really I've got a. Oh really? A, yes, you have. I've got a YouTube <laughs> list going. Okay. Um, I've got a YouTube channel, but I, I'm going to utilise it soon. Fish Somehow. in space. Yes. <laughs> when are you going to release it? Fans Maybe are... I'll release it. Maybe I should release it through you guys. Yeah, no problem. Okay, we can go on to can that. Can you organise that for me? There's yeah. a lot easy. You just send it. I'll sort it right. for you. Okay, no, now, always... I, know, I know you two think that I'm Tim Ferriss' biggest fan, but I'm not. I'd like no. to be, but I'm not, actually. There's a girl <laughs> called Carmen, who is actually our biggest fan, too. Um, can you please give her a big hello, Carmen? Hello, Carmen. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> she will be dying. But okay. she said, um, now Madonna. I love the name, the Carmen. She's gorgeous, actually. She actually made us a cushion each, didn't she? She did. <laughs> she crocheted a cushion each, a podcast oh, cushion. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah. gorgeous. Um, anyway, she says she she always thought you were the Madonna of in excess band with your ever-changing looks. 
and um, she says what yeah, was okay. the inspiration for like your your changing Did you just like you know a bit of a chameleon or what was yeah it? i guess yeah hmm. yeah i don't know that's a good question i never really had any particular um it's just whatever i stumble across like for instance the captain america suit um that i wore on stage with the for a lot of the kick tour kind of morphed from uh from like vinyl jackets I'd find in sex shops and things like that. But the Steven Sprouse Captain America suit. Um, brat hat. You know, yeah, with the brat hat. That was given to me by some fan. So yeah. I just wore it, you know. Um, I think the long but, hair in the Kiss the Dirt film clip out in the, the desert there with flicking back and forth with the top off. Yeah. That spoiled, yeah, that's spoiled cool. a lot of Aussie lads. <laughs> yeah, My yeah, favourite well, was the cowboy, though, and you look bloody hot then. Yeah. Oh, it oh, was hot. And the well, life was pretty bad too. Yeah. I mean, as in temperature. Nah, I reckon in Welcome you look cool with the suits there. I reckon that's the best Photoshop of the man out in the Welcome. Ah, uh, yeah, oh, that was you? pretty cool. I reckon dog, too. The dog tooth. Yeah, that was yeah. great. And I still love the um, the imagery in that in the Baby Don't Cry video too. Oh, yeah. yeah. B, B, yeah, yeah. B, you, oh. you bagged that one. Fess up. I reckon oh, they look really? cool coming down the steps in the black and white suits. I didn't like it. I told oh, you that. Really? Listen, I'm a bloke okay. and I liked it. Any other any other patron questions, B? Um, do, do, do. If you could go back in in in, in excess history, where would you go back to? Oh, um, probably go back to what? And that what was from Martin, by the way. Or to change things, or maybe just revisit time and a place. Relive. Revisit, yeah. Relive. To revisit to, oh, happiest dear, time, maybe. Yeah. Um, oh, I'd go back to the night Michael died. Oh. And save him from dying. Yes. Right. If I could. I'd go back with you with that one as well. <laughs> okay. With um, songs um, like Building Bridges, which is one of my favorites, and the, Hear the Voices. All the voices. You ne- you, all the voices. You <laughs> never actually played those live. Is that a regret that Did you me? never played them live? Did you play them live? <laughs> um, that was from Mark Ormond. Oh, that's a good name. Um, does Mark have any brothers? <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Didn't know that we didn't play them live. Oh. Um, but you I'm you went sure there's lots of songs that we didn't. I mean, the hardest part uh, for you guys when the the albums kept coming out, you were always very good at, and the, and the good fans really wanted to hear the new stuff. Um, yeah, but you, it's always hard to look at the Wembley gig. It's hard to fit everything in, isn't it? It is. But you know, the amazing thing about the Wembley gig it was that we were promoting the X album for that show. Yeah. And so we didn't think, and I don't think that the audience knew most okay. of the yeah. material from X, yet we okay. played almost all of it. Yeah. And they went off. So yeah. that was like, wow. Um, that was yeah. the most surprising of that show for me was the fact that the audience reacted to the to the new material. 
Well, I think, so well. I think, yeah, I think you probably would have had three or four singles out by then. But I think, you know, given that period, I mean, X was more popular in the UK than America and, and even more popular than Kick. Yeah. And, well, and Welcome yeah. then was your first number one. So, you know, yeah, it's, right. UK were always an album behind, really, weren't they, you know? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so, sure. But, um, yeah, I think from that sort of point of view, one of the great things that, you know, Chris and the record companies did were able to release different greatest hits in different parts of the world because, you know, you had an Australian, yeah, career, you had Australian career of probably 25 hits here that never, you know, made yeah. it overseas. And then different again in South America too, you know. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's still we we still get a lot of active, um, you know, uh, social media exchanges. People from South America. The language is a bit difficult, but I think you know the, the sound and the the dance and the funk or whatever there still resonates with there. You've still got a very big popular oh look uh, fan yeah. base there, Brazil and everywhere. You know, absolutely, still for sure. Even even with Kieran, we were you know yeah. we, we were back there playing arenas and stuff. Yeah. It, it, it's amazing. South America has always been amazing for us. You know. Well, the podcast. Great time there. Yeah, the podcast is reaching seventy-six different countries now. Wow, that's amazing! So that's how popular you are. We have, a, we have a couple of sections on the podcast, Tim, because I know you've lived this. You probably don't ever want to really listen to us, but if you want to go down Nostalgia Street and you've got absolutely nothing in your life and want to just go down memory street. You sound yeah, well, that's right. You sound like you're like downloading, but if you do give us a go, I think well, episode I, I, it's not that. It's not I, I it's just <laughs> I suffer from modesty, that's all. No, but look, we we um, we interject yeah. our own personalities into this as well. We do have our own lists. Don't oh, we? I'm sure you do. I'm, I'm sure you guys are really great at it. To be honest, <laughs> no, but, but listen, if it makes you feel any better. I have never listened to any podcast. No, oh, all right. <laughs> well, well that the good thing about better. this one is that I said to be be in the early days. I said, be if you're going to agree on everything we talk about, it's not going to be that entertaining to the listeners. So. We've right. gone back and, and reviewed since then, our. I've albums. never agreed. <laughs> hey, look, look, we call out a stinker song if we don't like it, Tim. Uh, we, yeah. uh, there, there's been some songs we go, that's a stinker. Like for me, a different world, the Crocodile Dundee song is a bit of oh. a, a faux pal. But anyway, that's right. my opinion. Okay. I don't even remember that song. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> no, nor did the greater wider. I don't think we've played that one live. I, I, I think you might have just put that one out just to get the investment uh, in the movie going. Yeah, I think I was probably fishing. <laughs> Gone fishing. I don't think I even played on it. No, <laughs> no. Well, that's probably why it did have the, the didn't have the yeah, panache. Exactly. Deep. We have a we have a weekly update chart section where we go, hey, the greatest hits album's just gone from this to that. 
Oh, we have right. a uh, we have a Shout media out. wars yeah. we have a media wars topic uh, where we talk about which band members getting more media time, oh, and no. and uh, Andrew's uh, well ahead, but we've got Kirk who's uh, who's, who's really uh, tarting it up a bit on that. Kirk, Kirk, what's he in the media for? Oh, he pops up at anything Lane's doing. He's Mr. there. Mr. Beachley, oh, leather opening and that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, there was no opening of an envelope in Lane Cove yeah. the other week, and Kirkster was there. Oh right, right. <laughs> But we have a bit of fun with it anyway. And yeah. our, our, our role is to to waffle, entertain, have a laugh, but enjoy what you created. And, you know, for my behalf, you know, thank you for coming on. Uh, it's a thrill for me um, and for B, I'm sure, as well. And our thank listeners, um, uh, I know. Well, we uh, do have Tim to thank because, I mean, he sort of pushed us to, to do this a little bit at the yeah. very beginning as well. Yeah, even if you don't bloody listen. I know, I know. No, but the the items you've donated, Tim, have really helped us. You know, oh yeah, oh, good. And, and stuff like that, and you know, it's made made our ability to sort of do this sort of um, you know functional. Uh, well, they were pretty cool items too. You know, I mean, I had them stored away for a long time. Yeah, so um, I was happy to do that. Yeah, it's great for the uh, people that win the auction prizes to receive your signature on these little certificates. It's great. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Yep, that you is my them. that is my signature. Yeah, I recognise that piece of paper. Um, <laughs> it's bona fide. I think with the Wembley one coming up in a couple of weeks, we will have Nick and I said Cameron and 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 Mark Opus and things on. I think uh, um, it's one where you know if you do get a chance, want to listen to one. I think that will be quite special. Right, okay. It's, it's a yeah. thirty year anniversary of something there and. They would, they would, they still speak with joy about the day, you know, just about what it was overall. It was really just, as I think, for us, for us in Australia at the time, and I was at uni. I don't think Australia realised how big it was and just the crowning achievement. There was no Twitter and social media, and you know, it, I don't want to go into it today, but it was sort of almost six months later. It was almost like the concert for strife and all the issues there that came up, and I, I didn't want to talk about that today. So. You know, I think Australia later on you know, saw what Wembley was and it's the mini series was yeah. just so does I think Australians didn't know your story very well. No, I don't think so. And I think the mini series was able to tell the story because you yeah, guys are too I humble to tell your own. Look, I think I think that it's it's about time we actually made a proper documentary about the band. You know? Yeah. And that's that's something that's on the definitely on the table. Excellent. That'd be great. Yeah. 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 So are you going to come on and talk more with us another day? Sure. Absolutely. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Let's, I promise to do that. Yeah. Cool. Well, look, we'll let you go. Thank you for spending yeah, a bit of time summoned. on. Um, we, oh, what's that? What's that? I'm being summoned. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought I could feel that, that you had to go, which is well, sad. Well, by spending a bit I, of extra time, I did have we, a really we... special question, but I'll leave it for another time. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> oh, no. He's happily no, married, um, <laughs> but, uh, What was that? Slide... He's already married. Is that what you we're... said? I did. I did. We're going to slice this that. into two episodes. We'll cut it up. <laughs> But uh, thank you for everything. I think one time I read somewhere you might have said this quote, thank you for the funk. Yeah. Uh, I think it was you or Andrew or someone there might be, thank you for the funk. It was on a liner note somewhere. Thank you. Th- thank you for giving a, a, a little silly white boy from Melbourne a hobby from a very young age that still sits with me. Okay. Um, on behalf of all our patrons and, and listeners across the world and globally, uh, thanks for being what you were and what you are and what you still are. Uh, a great sort of ambassador to us and, we're, we're very patriotic about the band and always have been. And But, you know, they, in yeah. a sense, we're an international band and, and never had the cultural cringe, but they were very proudly representing us. And thank you from uh, the bottom of my heart for everything you've done. And uh, I'm sure B will say her words on the way out. Thank you, Aiden. 
Well, ditto to that. Thank you for the music and your friendship. You're welcome. Uh, can I ask one thing? What's your name? Uh, which the, You've got a country as your name. Um, oh, your surname. It says on the bottom of my screen here, um, France, Bridget France. Yep. Is, so shouldn't name, it be a UK? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, that's my maiden name, France. Oh, it's your maiden name. Mm. Wow, so, you're, so your maiden name is a country. Yeah. That's amazing. I know. I want to be Tim Australia. <laughs> you are. <laughs> well, it's better than being Tim Turkey, huh? <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, better than that. I didn't even know that was in the running. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm, I've got a Welsh name that people oh. spell wrong and I've got a okay. Scottish well, name that people spell wrong. You've got a weird name, Hayden. Well, I used to get called Rupert at school, as you would probably realise. Well, isn't, isn't, isn't Hayden the way it's spelled? Isn't that Welsh? It is, yeah. It's the yeah. Trisha Welsh spelling like the composer Hayden. Right. Uh, no, uh, no, as no, in no. the sausage. Yeah, well, that, yeah. well boom, boom. <laughs> okay, let's say goodbye. All right, All right yes. <laughs> All Enjoy. Right. Love you guys. Love Bye-bye. you too. Bye. Bye. Bye now. Hey, this is David from Derby. Hi, this is Katie from England. G'day, it's Paul from Sydney. Hi, this is Ella from the Netherlands. This is Dr. Jim and that's a wrap. Wow. Uh, <laughs> we spoke to Tim, we spoke to Tim. Okay. Little down fanboy. All right. Well, look, we hope listeners enjoy that as much as we did. Uh, part two of Tim Ferriss and... Uh, uh, we, uh, I guess, B, we do hope to chat to him furtherly, and he had a good enough time to come back and uh, recommend us to his uh, comrades as well. I've never fidgeted so much in my life. I was Bridget the fidget. I really was. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, that's Tim. But I never did you, did in you my put an R in. Did you put an R in fidget? <laughs> Bridget, <laughs> cheeky sausage. Actually, talking hey, well. about sausages, <laughs> I never in my wildest dreams thought I would be talking about hiding the sausage with Tim Ferriss. That was bloody hilarious. That was well, really through funny. me. I thought we have to straighten up here, people. Oh, this is my going goodness. down a going down a. <laughs> it was going. It was going a bit too funny. Um, it's a shame that we only had such a short time with him, but he has promised to come back, which is awesome. But there were some yeah. great things there. I loved hearing about the Rita Marley yep. telling him yep. off. <laughs> I'm like, you ungrateful sod. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's a good English word, sod, isn't it? Huh? Sod, yes, it is. It is. Yeah. But yeah, there were some good things. And, um, you know, hopefully he will give us um, fish in space that we can yeah. release and also we we through Tim we will actually have access to um Chris Martin coming on the show and hopefully we might just have a little whisper to Nile Rogers for us as well. So that's some now, big names now B, for I, us. I, I love the fact when you have a Freudian slip, you know, Chris Martin from Coldplay. I just love oh, it. Did I, did I say that? <laughs> I think you be Chris Thomas. Don't say that. <gasps> hey, maybe we can get Chris Martin on as well. <laughs> oh, no, I can't. That's can't okay. That's all good. No, it it's isn't okay. It's okay. It's never going to come on. <laughs> hey, we keep, we're keeping this in the final edit anyway because uh, I love your beisms. But anyway. Oops. Um, there but, I yeah. go again. I mean, look. look Look, hopefully with uh, hopefully with Tim, you know, as I said at the start of things, like you know, we could have, you know, ramshackled so many questions and, and Russia, but you know, we'd like to think that um, you know what we spoke about with Tim is a starting point, and we can elaborate on various periods of the career and 
and where they're at now uh, and all that sort of stuff in future sort of uh, 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 guest appearances. So, and um, but I, I guess, have to say yeah. though, Hayden, I mean, you know, we aren't professionals and like listening back when I was editing it as well, I would just have to say that, you know, I'm sorry that we didn't get all your questions out. And sometimes we probably didn't get the right responses or we didn't get the full response. So bear with, with us. We will get those responses to you. Look, uh, I think there's, we, we got more than in than we probably were anticipating, et cetera. Mm. So, um, but uh, look, Tim Such as Giving Person, as I said, he's been very generous with our podcast so far uh, behind the scenes. And, um, you know, I guess people don't quite realise some of the stuff we're auctioning has just come from Tim, Tim's vault himself. And yeah. um, I know he's been a big source of help to you a lot uh, in terms of just, uh, you know, mentorship and guidance mm. and conversation and things. So yeah. uh, thank you, Timothy Farris, for coming on. Yes, thank you, Tim. Talking about um, the auction, we just somebody just won the what did they win? They won the um, seven the inch of no, I it was the um, devil inside seven inch. Ah. Now everyone has got this, but no one's got yes. it with Tim Ferriss's um, signature, so that's going out today. And then the next one that's going to come go up is from Andrew Ferris's box, and we'll put the elegantly wasted vintage T-shirt. Why are you laughing? Nothing. You've just mentioned the word box twice, but I'm glad you've mentioned a male after saying it. So I'm sorry, listeners. Well, it's a blue a episode box. today. I've got a box. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out of it for a while. No, no, I'm in recovery. No, that's, that's right. What did you say about those sausages? <laughs> Moving along, listeners. Anyway. I'll tell you who else is very giving to us is Mary, Mary Woods. She's been awesome in getting me um, another. Um, person to come on the show I've, his name's motley and he's the yes lady. oh wow you got really loud all of a sudden I, 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 you, sound I, like, I, you sound like god I, I, if i if i just said that i press my dongle oh my goodness <laughs> gracious i just pressed my dongle and i feel like i'm in a quadraphonic sound studio or something i don't know what's happening now, listeners, before you uh, put this into the triple X category, it is a Optus dongle that I've pressed, and somehow I'm feeling like I can hear my voice in a recording echo chamber. But yeah, yeah. I maybe I, I, maybe I maybe I 57 episodes in, I've figured out how to record better. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Anyway, going back to Mary and Motley. Yeah. So Motley uh, did a lot of their stage and lighting and um, wow, he sent me some cool stuff. He sent me some graphics and pages upon pages of, I think they call it treatment when they they, they actually say what they're going to um, do with the lighting in the stage. So we'll get this out to the patrons when we do the Motley interview. But um, yeah. yeah, so, so me and Motley are, are in talks at the moment. It's going to be far more than one or two or three episodes it's going to be quite a few episodes was, just, just from memory was he on the x factor tour and things he's on, he was on fair fair few tours with them actually i hope so, i hope so um because i know the lighting for that was just phenomenal and, yeah um well, they did really stepped as up well so i mean look at kisses um, stages they're amazing so and this guy also did the millennium sydney harbour bridge lighting as well well continuing the theme of taking you closer to uh the band in those days uh which is exciting stop laughing b <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing my audio now because now you can hear me for the first time properly 
listeners, we apologise for this. We are working slightly uh, comical today, but uh, yeah, I pressed something on my dongle, my Optus dongle, and um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm. You're gonna uh, have to turn you down. You're too loud. I have to turn myself down because it's giving me the shit. You want turning down? Can't turn you down. Is that better? No, you're really you're loud. Am I loud? All right. Well. Maybe through Mark Opert's influence, we have learnt the uh, the art of production. Fifty seven weeks later, but um, but look, we got to get to fan engagement. We have got to straighten up here a little bit. Tell us uh, some of the people who have also uh, worthy of um, I don't know sharing uh, their fan experiences in the last week. All right, let me just let my ears just recalibrate after you stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> all right so fun engagers my goodness you're all engaging all over the place with me thank you so when i did the live stream thank you that was really nice that you all jumped on because it was something that i didn't plan and it was quite a bit of fun so hi to everybody there i've been through the inbox of her facebook another box and um, I've been speaking to a lot of people that we haven't spoke to for a long time. And it's been really nice. So I just want to give you all a shout out because I've had lovely conversations with all these people. Mary Larson, Mark McCorry, Natalie McDonald, J- Jacob Coyne, Kira Bradford, Parker Woody, Mark Milner, Robert Langley. And um, there's lots of new listeners as well. We've had over 250 new listeners this week. So fantastic. Wow. Yeah, so can't wait. Please get in touch. Please say hi. Probably the best way to say hi now is through the website. So if you want to just um, look us up through the website. And if you subscribe, then you'll get to hear about everything in the newsletter too. So that would be cool. Um, and also for me, I might just add in a big shout out to David Gaunt and Pedro who are constantly supporting the podcast and um, good luck with their collectors. Um, I'm a sort of an active uh, watcher these days of the collectors and what's sort of exchanging hands and things like that. I know uh, Team Lisa, we have about eight Lisas who, who uh, check in with us on a, uh, on a day-to-day level and communicate. So well done to all the Lisas, you know who you are. And Mandy and Sandrine, etc. there, who are great sort of uh, patrons to us, uh, always seemingly engaging on the platforms along with uh i guess sort of katie and val and stefan who uh i guess we did welcome as a new uh i guess patron last week who uh, i think really enjoyed the uh, the timmy episode so look just thanks to everybody um it really it really uh, is growing uh, in terms of just our listenership out there and like anything it's you know in excess fans uh we're very biased but we think they're the best fans out there and um you know if we're if we're helping remind some people of just the greatness of the band and, and songs and things you've forgotten about uh and you're getting something out of it, it that that's part of the goal in this whole exercise so thank you for uh those people engaging now i do have a lot of um, favorites <coughs> But my yes. all-time favourite at the moment is Paul Jolie. Oh, my God. I just <laughs> love that man. He is my think tank. Well, he's a bit of a tank anyway, but he just... Well, Mrs Jolie, you might need to lock him up in that garage because B's on the prowl. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. But he came up with a great idea about a little yes. postcard and profile. And um, Oh, it was great, yeah. Yeah, you like that. So, of course, I it did. had to be me first, not you. Of course, I saw that. And it'll be me last, knowing my... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> get around to doing that stuff yeah so we've done a little profile on me so now some but i did check it and somebody else has checked it but there is one little slight thing that coffs harbour is not in sydney i do know that but i have been in coffs harbour and i have been in sydney so there you go yeah 
So just just to explain for listeners, et cetera, there, what we thought we would do for some of the patrons is just to sort of profile you with a profile. Um, and that is, you know, your name, your area, your favourite song, album, um, any sort of little in excess anecdotes related to your fandom. Um, and that stuff can sort of sweep around a little bit there that just sort of helps have everybody know each other a little bit better. You know, maybe gives us topics and ideas or reference points when we talk about you and things. But was anything else on those little profiles, B, that, that we're aiming to sort of do on them or what's on them? So um, Carrie-Anne's going to be in charge of that. She's going to send it out to all the patrons. We're going to, um, it'll be Hayden next, obviously, and then it will be the pod team. Put me so, last, put me last, honestly. You want to be last? We'll be I'll be last. a long time for you, though, don't you? It's about the patrons, not about me, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's um your first um, uh in excess experience the last in excess yeah yeah, yeah. experience your your yeah yeah all those different things like your, your best album your, your your first song that you you went and bought and it'll be a, a bit of fun it's a bit of fun so i hope you can all have a go no it is i mean when i think of pedro i think of elegantly wasted he really loves that album and you know when we come and um do a review on that uh album etc there you know it may sort of reference him or we might better get some questions or some 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 uh, anecdotes from him and things so you know, as we know more about what you like about the band we might be able to reference you into our podcasts and things as well so uh, great idea, Paul. You know, again, it's that sort of stuff that keeps things ticking along and keeps us keeps the sort of the flow of ideas happening, which is great. Oh, and thank you um, publicly to Pedro for finding an album for me. Ah, thank okay. you very much. All right. Well, probably leads us into tribute song time, B. And uh, I thought in light of uh, your brother, my sister and Tim, we had a little bit of a challenge, but I've been able to weave a double shot exit tribute uh, homage songs to all of those people inclined. So being Timmy part two, we want to sort of acknowledge uh, Timmy. Uh, but I also thought that um, uh, for your brother and my sister who's having her birthday, we might better weave something in. So can I fire away with uh, the tribute songs? Go on then. All right. Well, in light of Timmy being on the episode today uh, for part two, we want to go out with a, a bit of a Timmy composition from the early days as well. We had Spy of Love last week, but this one is a co-write also, I think, with John and Michael, I think, uh, on The Swing, the next album, number two track after uh, Original Sin. Um, and boy, what a what a non-single uh, sort of song, but a real anthem and a great, still sounds great production uh, for Melting in the Sun. So that's a a Timmy co-write that uh, is right up there with his best. Uh, so we thought we'd go out with that today. But um, also, uh, B, going into uh, Wembling, our discussions with Tim, how could we not acknowledge one of the great riffs and part of the Wembley concert where uh, we have the What You Need song, which um, still sounds great, still sounds vital, I think still gives us tingles up our spines when we sort of see that, uh, you know, Michael says, I've been in Paris, and then next thing you know, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to go out with that uh, as a homage to our friend Tim. And uh, we're also, as I said, going to acknowledge just this little episode to our siblings today. So uh, happy birthday, uh, three sisters. No, we won't add that in. (laughs) We won't add that in. When you got one sister. I know, I know. But uh, yeah, so uh, it's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from B. Bye, everyone. I'm melting in the sun This is what they call the life I suppose too much sun Makes a desert Arab shade In the middle of this country There's a lot of
You know what? With all these people here, we just gotta get you singing tonight. Don't you think? I mean, shit. Uh, I don't want to miss this opportunity to see how well you all sing together. Would you like that? Would that be good for you? Excuse me. I've been in Paris. 